Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. There it is, rocking with a little Snoop, coming back, old school. Jay Foreman, E. Strick, diving into a little NBA. We gotta, we gotta, I gotta continue this thing with Kevin Durant. Tell me, you know what? Don't even get into whether he's a beta or not, because I guarantee you he's probably, if he's listening, he's gonna start lighting you up on a text message. I'm gonna. Uh, ask he has one of them, uh, burner, them burner accounts right. too. He'd probably be all up in my right. joint. I want to ask you this, right? Because I feel like Dirk became an alpha Facts. super dog over mm-hmm. time. Over time. And I feel like some NBA stars over time have became, become chumps in the sense of they don't like the challenge. Everybody everybody in there, you can view that Kevin Durant made the best decision for him, took the easy way, joined the team that you pretty much choked again, Golden State. That's anybody's opinion. Talk about those two different mentalities. What, what triggered Dirk to become – that alpha dog and leader. Great question. And a guy that people feared when they went out on the court, even at the end of his career, when he felt if you made Dirk, it feels like when Dirk was at his like swan song, mm-hmm. if a young rookie kind of made him mad, fouled him too hard, he's like, he'll drop 20 on you. They said, well, thank you for doing business. Like I said, there's yeah. your lesson. Yeah. And then where does a guy like Kevin Durant fit into that in the sense of not having that, I'll, I'll do it by myself, I'll do it a different way, and it seems like more – I want to say pettiness because I, I, I think Kevin Durant's a good dude. Um, just a different mentality. Just talk about those two different mentalities. Okay, first I'll, I'll just kind of touch on Kevin, and then I'll go to Dirk. For, Kevin never never did address the, the elephant in the room, which is the Westbrook situation. Um, James Harden just said, I'm going to go be that dude. And he's gonna get paid and a chance to really start because we got people don't understand James Harden was coming he's off, off the bench, bench right? He was a second round pick, right? People don't recognize James Harden. He didn't have any facial hair when he was a rookie. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's the thing. He he took that role, which was okay because he just said, you know what? It's time I'm for gonna me to get, get, time time go me get, get, it, get right. it right. So he did that. Then, so Kevin never addressed the elephants in the room. He was. It seemed as if he was always looking for someone to do it on his behalf instead of really just sitting down talking through other channels and let and me deal it, with yeah, you deal, right. head to head and because they supposed to be boys they kind of went through the grind you together because they were in kevin was in seattle yeah people don't understand that he was yeah. in seattle he was Except back up there when nobody nobody wanted to come watch yeah the oklahoma city they kind of went through the grind together so they were probably went through some stuff early in their career where mm-hmm. they had to, they both were young yes so 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 not addressing that you then decide to go into another locker room, and you did that with Golden State, not addressing the situation, you just came in, fit in, played, became MVP-ish in the way that you handled your business there. You still wasn't alpha. Steph was still alpha. Even though Steph let you do you, but he still was that guy. That guy. Right. You break camp because you're searching for it, and you say, let me go make it. You leave and go to 
Brooklyn. Right. You try to make it work. Kyrie's super alpha. So you still haven't addressed that situation. He just happens to get hurt, which puts you in the natural situation of being that. You you perform. Right. You get it done. You want more. You need James back. You you bring it. It doesn't work. There's not injury. I mean, the whole injury situation works the way it works. But the problem with Kevin Durant in that situation was he never dealt with, addressed, handled those situations. So now when it comes back together, you end up facing a Boston team. This Boston team says we're going to be physical. So they're boom, boom. Everywhere he went, it was an elbow. It was a shoulder. It was in you. It was up in you. That's how they did him. Yeah, yeah. So for whatever reason, the refs let it let it go. They the, the style <laughs> changed a little bit. They were letting him be physical. I was like, wait a minute, this is yeah. this is a style I like. I'm gonna yeah. watch this. Okay, boom. That's what happened. Now let's go back to Dirk. Dirk. Dirk was a rookie. I was a third year player. Dirk would try to post me up and stuff because we would get switched and we played a multitude of styles where we didn't care who guarded what. We were we were one of the originators of that, right? So I put Dirk on the three-point line. It was like, young fella, get up out of here. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so so I did did it like that. Dirk was I, – but I always said, Dirk, when he gets it, when he understands it, when he learns this American style, right. he's going to be a beast. Okay. I left, got traded that next year. I knew we were going to be good because we had the second-best record in the Western Conference tied with the Lakers that second half. We were beating everybody. Right. You know, like we was like 32 and something. Like we had a really good record. Okay. In that, Dirk the next year, they go 50 games. They end up being number one in the the Western Conference. Right. Steve Nash – yeah, Finley, right. that yeah. group, right? But they faced number eight team, which was Golden State, who had Baron Davis, Stephen Jackson, and that crew. Yeah, and they just barn. basically said, they basically said, we're going to punk Dirk. This is how we're going to beat them. So every time they're going to, if they bump Dirk, they're like, we're going to beat you. Bump me again. I'm going to beat you. Yeah, you know that that's kind of how they was coming at Dirk, right? right? They were they were like, we're taking Dirk out of this mentally right. because we know we can't physically match Handle, up with right. him. So we gonna we every time he went by him, you a you a yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. Dirk? You a you know they just talk crazy to him. It affected Dirk. They lose the series. That was one of the first times that a one beat eight, other than the Dikembe situation. Yeah. I think that might have been the second time a one beat an eight. Right. When Dikembe and that crew beat, yeah. I can't remember who they beat, but they 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 ended up beating a, a one seed. They beat Seattle. Yeah. Was it Seattle? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was a Denver. Yeah. In the Denver group. Yeah. Okay. So they they were they they took that. That's where he learned it. He was like, "Wait a minute, I'm gonna go in this weight room." <laughs> I'm going to go – and he started talking crap. If you watch this – if you just go back and watch Dallas games, he would hit threes and he was getting animated. Yeah. He would throw up threes. He'd be like, I'm that – you know, he started yeah. hitting his chest. Yeah. You saw he was different, and that's when they ended up winning the championship. Let me ask you something before we go to break here, man. And I want to really ask you about this right here because I felt like it was a little – it was alarming when I saw it. 
there's a situation. Uh, there's there's been a few of them, obviously, in the NFL, but one that comes to mind, Steve Smith, when he struck a teammate. Talk about Steve Smith, football, Steve football Smith, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wide receiver, Steve Smith. Steve, yeah. Okay. Where he, where yeah. he, he, you know, he lost like everywhere. He got fined or lost about a million bucks. He just cold cocked the guy for asking him to run a play again. Whatever. Talk about Draymond and Jordan Poole and the effects of that. And I think Golden State, if there's ever a team, I used to always say, it, say San Antonio Spurs were a team where if you look inside their locker room, the way that they're structured, their their culture is always good. And I think Golden State is probably the best. Best, probably. So I think best Steve Kerr does a phenomenal job with that. Mm-hmm. But this situation ain't easy, Mm-mm. and because you're think you just mentioned Durant, mm-hmm. who was the other culprit, mm-hmm. Draymond, Draymond, right? That got into it with him, right? Too. Mm-hmm. Now, as the skills get a little bit lessened, and it gets a little bit annoying. I mean, you can say th- you can pretty much say Draymond lost the 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 the. Uh, the NBA championship when he, you know, accidentally kicked over somebody in the in the gonads. Mm-hmm. He got suspended for a game. Mm-hmm. Talk about Draymond, <laughs> cold cock and pool, and how that can affect the team, okay. short term and long term. Because he's a big Draymond's a Hall of Fame player in my opinion, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame personality as well. Um, but how you know that's a little overboard. I mean, everybody just scrap with teammates in training camp. I know have you have, yeah. But just to walk up and just go steal somebody unsolicited, that's a little different because everybody, nobody expected that typing to happen. So how do you how does how does the team rebound from that? And what are the steps that Draymond needs to do to kind of get that to be something in a, in a, in the long long in this past? Well, there there were choices that had to be made that obviously happened. And the choices that had to be made was, or that have to be made is, are you going to keep him? Are you going to move him? Is it going to affect Jordan Poole's signing if he stays? Yeah, well, Jordan Poole just got paid. So that's what I'm saying. So they had to have a conversation. Even though if I'm Jordan Poole, if this this is me, so I don't know Jordan Poole per se, but me. If that would have happened to me, we fight on site every time I see you. Right, you know that right. that's that's right, the mentality. Right, yeah. I'm look look look. Uh, either he got to go or I got to go because every time I see him, we fight because he stole on me like right. that. I'm I'm just I'm just not. He getting elbows in the side. This this it's gonna be something every time I see Draymond Green for the rest of the season. That, right. that that's me. Right. So I don't know what Jordan Poole is, but one of the things I know about Jordan Poole is he runs his mouth. Here's why you know that's the case. If you just would have watched summer league stuff when he he played, he oh, played yeah, in the yeah yeah up in Seattle, up in Seattle yeah, yeah, with Ben Carroll and yeah, all that, and right? And then he and then he got into it, even uh, to the point that where Clay Thompson would had to flex on him. I guess the only way Clay can in the Memphis series, right? So yeah, I mean, so that's so, the, that's right, what you're so dealing with, right? And it seemed like it was a long time coming. It seemed like it seemed like Dre, probably Dre, yeah, Draymond and Draymond like, just ain't about. He's a, some, and this is the thing about people that. I guess just don't understand about just people in general. There's some people that do a lot of talking, and then once you hit a point with somebody, talking's over. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like Draymond was like, "All right, got to that point. Yeah, they got to do it because you yeah. know Steph Curry ain't gonna do nothing." Yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 that's why you didn't see him in the right, mix. Right, he just over there probably back there drinking Gatorade. He said, "I guarantee." Listen, I don't know what was because they're not telling you what was said, and you can't really see it on the film. But I can tell you this: he probably said something about. You know, you washed up 
Yeah. And I'm about to get this money, so you know where you that type right. of stuff. Yeah. See, that's where you you will get rocked that way. So that's probably yeah. that's why you probably and you can't trade Draymond. Draymond's untradeable right now. He's got one more year and an option, so he's gonna probably opt in. He's untradeable because he's a guy that can't go into another locker room and chemistry right. happen. Right. And and what his offensive skill set it, it he's only valuable to that type of that team. type of team. So mm-hmm. I like that. That was a good segment right there, man. Especially just you know just kind of bounce around and the mentality of players. So we're we're gonna go to a quick break and come back for another short segment with E. Strick and Jay Foreman. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> 